Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I'm going to talk about the audio quality that you record when you are doing remote recording. So this might be when you're recording via Skype, or you could be using programs like Zencaster or Ringer as well. Remote recording is a really big part of podcasting because the chances of you being able to get a guest that you want to interview every week in the same room as you is quite difficult, especially if you want to cast your net really wide and get as many potentially great guests as possible, then you want to be able to be getting them all over the world if possible. So in this episode, I'm just going to take you through a few little things that you can think about to improve the audio quality if you are recording with somebody not in the same room. You are always going to have more control over the quality of your audio when you are in the same space because you can pick where you record, you've got much more control over how your guest is utilizing their microphone and you're able to just tap them on the shoulder politely and say, could you move a little bit closer to the mic or could you move a little further away from the mic? So when you've got somebody in their own space, you need to do what you can to control that audio. The very first thing you need to do is make sure that they've got a decent microphone. Now they might have one of their own, but chances are they probably won't because especially if you're recording on a program like Skype, the audio quality is already lower than it would be if you were recording them in the same space as you. So you want to have a decent microphone to try and lift that audio quality as much as you can. If they don't have a microphone and you are dying to get them on and it's not outside of the realms of possibility to send them a mic, you can buy um, pretty cheap USB mics and send it on. And if you head to the show notes of this episode, there's a link in the description. I've got um, a link to a cheap microphone that you can send around. Then that can be a great way to not only get better audio quality, but also look like a professional organization when you send people microphones to be on your show. Of course, if you're doing international guests, that might not be logistically possible. And if you have somebody who doesn't have a microphone, you can't send them a microphone. If you are in an absolute bind, you can use earbuds, Apple earbuds. I have done some recording of guests on those. They are not a perfect solution. By no means am I suggesting that you should use them as an option to record your podcast because there's a million reasons why the quality of that audio that comes out of those guys is really not great. They can brush on people's clothes. You don't have the control over the microphone because you're not as close up to the mic. The mic just isn't as good quality. But if you have got a guest that you are dying to get on, you cannot reschedule, there's no way you can get them again, then you can actually use those as an option to get you out of a pickle. The most important thing if you are going to use a microphone that is that poor quality is that you test the audio first. In fact, you should do this no matter what microphone your guest is using. You want to have a pre-interview or a bit of a conversation before you do the actual interview so that you can hear what the audio sounds like when they're recording with whatever microphone they've got. Ultimately, you just want it to be decent enough that it's not distracting. If you can't get a great microphone, these things happen, but you want to make sure that the audio isn't so bad that as a listener, I'll be distracted by it. If that is the case and they're a spectacular guest and you are like, I cannot not run this, I have to use this audio, then I would just put a disclaimer at the beginning of it and say, the audio quality of this interview is really bad, explain why and why you decided to run it, just so you can set the expectation up with the audience so they know what's coming 
because sometimes if you expect really high quality audio and it sounds really awful and you think, oh God, I didn't expect this and now I don't want to listen to it, it's much easier to turn off. But if you give them a reason for why you've used worse audio, sometimes you can get away with that. But as a general rule, you should always make sure that the audio quality of your podcast is to a high standard. There are so many people making great podcasts out of radio studios with professional equipment and they've been audio geniuses their whole life. You don't have to be operating at that standard, but that is what the playing field is full of. So the idea that you can just kind of whack together something where somebody's standing there recording on their Apple earbuds, there's wind noise whipping through and you know a whole heap of distracting audio, it's just not going to fly. So you really want to think about these things when you're planning your interviews and a bit of a pre-interview or a chat with your guests beforehand just to test their setup and their microphone to see is not an unreasonable request. Um, And if they get a sense that you really care about the audio of your show, then they understand that you are interested in making a high quality product. So that's really important. The recording location of your guest is something you really need to think about as well. They need to be advised on where they should record. If they're just going to set up their computer and their Apple earbuds in their echoey dining room, then you are in for a very disappointing record. You want to make sure that they're in a room where there are soft furnishings, not tiles and hard surfaces, because echo is really not a great friend of audio and it doesn't record well. And it's also a punish to edit because you've got this sort of tail of audio that bounces around the room that means that you can't really get a clean cut. So you want to make sure that they're in a space that sounds really good. That also means that sometimes you need to be in a space where the air conditioner is turned off and if it's in the depths of summer but the air conditioning is just noisy and distracting then maybe they're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it. Uh, You know, The other thing could be that there's wind noise or those kind of things can really affect a recording so you need to make sure that your guest is in a space that is really conducive to good quality audio. When you're recording on Skype, because the audio quality is a little less, it can sometimes cover up some sins that don't get covered up if you're using a program like Zencaster or Ringer because that actually records the audio of your guest locally where they are. So if that's something that you're using, the quality of their microphone and the quality of their space is even more important to think about because you're basically going to have a better recording of worse audio, which isn't great. So those kind of things are important to think about when you're using those programs that record audio locally as well, because they will record things at a better quality there. One of the other things to think about is overtalk. This is just a bit of a wanky way of saying that everybody's talking at once. And of course, it's not great to listen to because you can't hear a damn thing anybody's saying. So one of the difficult things of not being in a room with somebody is that you can't have those visual cues when you see, oh, somebody's leaning in. I know they're going to say something, so I won't talk over the top of them. And it's hard to get that conversational rhythm going. If you're using a program like Zencaster, you won't have a video option with that. So it's important to run Skype at the same time so that you can always see your guest or your co-host. And of course, if you're running Skype, you'll have the video there. But you should make the most of visual cues. So use hand signals if you're working with your co-host and you're on Skype. Make sure that they know I've got something that I want to say coming up, so I'm going to shut my mouth until you're done, and then I'll jump in and say it. If you are interviewing someone, it's a bit easier to get the rhythm right because of the formulaic nature of interviewing. It's generally, I say something, then you say something, then I say something, then you say something. But 
one of the traps that people can get into is that they want to over-validate all the time. So they're like, mm, yes, okay, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yep. But that's great to give your guest encouragement, but really you need to get good at the silent nod where you're just nodding at them encouragingly, but not saying anything because you don't want to be talking right over the top of what they're saying. Even if you feel like you're cheerleading your guest by saying, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh uh when you listen back, it is damn annoying. So you just need to be silent and nod and let them know that you're listening and that you're taking it all in and then talk when they are finished. The other reason you want to do this if you're recording on Skype is that if you talk over the top of somebody, it will cut out their audio. So your audience won't actually hear them. Then you end up getting into this awkward spiral where you're sort of like, oh, sorry, I just spoke over the top of you. And then they don't know what bit you need to re-record, And then they're not sure how to pick it up. And then you lose that conversational rhythm. So that can be difficult as well. And when you're co-hosting, I think being in the same room as your co-host, unless you know them well, and you've got that rhythm sorted out, it's always the best option to be in the same space. So I would say as a last resort, you should be recording remotely with your co-host. Of course, if your co-host lives on the other side of the world and you've got great chemistry and you want to do your show, it's not impossible to do that. You just need to have that rhythm right or work on it so that you can get as much of the same energy and same chemistry as you would have if you were in the same room together when you're online and in different locations. Small admin thing that can affect the audio quality of your podcast is turn everything off on your computer when you're recording. The last thing you need is for your emails to be pinging in the middle of somebody's conversation. So that's just a bit of housekeeping, but I've heard some notifications go off in podcasts that I've listened to and thought, really? I think you should probably silence those. So think about that when you're recording. The other thing is internet connection. Make sure you've got a good, strong, beefy internet connection. Uh, When I've used the program Zencaster before, when I haven't had a good internet connection, it has cut out the audio. The good thing is because Zencaster records things locally at both ends, it doesn't actually affect the recording. Everything gets recorded. But when you're having a conversation with someone, it totally changes the dynamic of that because you miss bits of conversation and you can't get the rhythm right. So make sure you've got a really strong internet connection if you are going to be recording this way so you don't have any of those hiccups. And finally, just make the most of your headphones. Of course, you need to wear headphones if you're going to hear your guest, if you're remote recording them. But use those as a tool. Use them to listen to the audio like you are a listener. You want to make sure, is there anything in the background that's a bit distracting? Is the air conditioner too loud? Do they have a dog lying under the desk panting so it sounds like somebody's making sweet love under them? Those kind of things are things you will never pick up with your ears and things you need to be actively listening for when you're recording because if you only hear those in the edit stage, you're going to think, oh God, that's annoying and I can't do anything about it now. So you want to make sure that you are adjusting adjusting those things as you are recording in real time to make the edit easier and to make sure that at the end of the record, you have got the highest quality audio you can possibly have. That's it for today's show. I hope that's been helpful. You can just follow the link to the show notes in the description of this episode if you want to get a link to my podcasting guide that takes you through some options for a bunch of microphones for different budgets. You can also find details of my online podcasting course at podschool.com.au. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 